Hello everyone, welcome back to Animated Excellence. I'm your host, Anakit, and today we have yet another guest star, as I never do. Say hi. Hi, hey, it's me again. I've done one before, <laughs> and I guess I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Um, uh, this is I8Ball, um, otherwise known as Ethan. Um, so, he has a YouTube channel. I'll leave a link uh, to that in the description, as I always do. Um, Ethan composed the theme song for Animated Excellence. So even though he's only been on the show twice, he's actually technically in spirit been on here every single time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's great. I didn't Um, actually know you were actually going to put that theme song in this podcast. So it was a bit (laughs) surprising. um, Yeah, so the story behind that, you sent it to me for some other project that I was doing. And then a couple weeks later, when I was actually doing this podcast for a school assignment, uh, I realized, oh, hey, that song would actually fit really well. So I asked you, hey, can I use it? And you were like, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and it turned out really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> it's been great. I Yeah. We were talking about how I should make another to go with the uh, holiday theme. So <laughs> you might yeah. hear that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All depends on timing. <laughs> um, so today we are discussing the uh, recent uh, animated remake of The Grinch based on the Dr. Seuss book. But before we do that, let's talk about something else real quick. Um, Clifford the Big Red Dog, the C- the cartoon on PBS and then also a book series, I think. I don't know. It's been years. Um, it's getting a live action movie because hollywood loves making live action remakes of animated classics um i as a fan of animation i really don't think these are great ideas but i can definitely attest that some of these are better than others the trailer for this released a couple days ago well a teaser it's only like 20 seconds um and we see the design for the dog and oh my goodness (laughs) yeah that thing is um a monster <laughs> both before and after effects. Oh, yeah. Um, so we looked at some pictures. Um, we got some set pictures of uh, the puppet they used um, for the actors to, you know, get their line of sight. Um, that's terrifying. Mm. And the actual dog is even worse because because it's literally a photorealistic dog that is just color keyed red. It looks like it's colored in tomato juice for a uh, less gross metaphor. It's disgusting. Yeah, look at it if um, yourself if you uh, feel ready. For if if you, you the need terror. to prepare yourself to see yeah. that, <laughs> it's truly a monstrosity. And and the icing on the cake is that the movie is produced by Paramount, who also produced the Sonic movie. Uh, which, if you don't know anything about that, basically the original design for that cartoon character was completely butchered in the original trailer for the movie. It looked hideous, disgusting. They had to delay the film to make it look good. And to its credit, it the redesign is a lot better. But Paramount clearly did not take any lesson from that experience and decided, hey, let's make another CGI monstrosity. Um, yeah, so the it looks terrible um my question is why in the world everything needs to be made in live action now like 
that isn't needed. It doesn't make sense. Like, okay, I hate the Disney live-action remakes, but at least there's some purpose to it. Like, apart from making money, they also have the purpose of, oh, this will appeal more to adults, even though the movies are dumber in live-action than they are in their animated form. Whatever. They have a purpose. But with all these, like, there's the Sonic movie, there is that um, Tom and Jerry trailer, and then um, the Clifford movie. These are all very aimed at children. But why are you making it live action? Children much prefer cartoons. So what what's the need for live action hybrids? The, this style rarely works. It, it's always like, like you have those Alvin and the Chipmunks movies, the hop movie that I shut off after 25 minutes because it was so terrible. Um, these movies are just very low quality. I, I'm really baffled as to why Hollywood keeps making these. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess that's the world we live in. See, some things I gotta say look better in live action. Some things mm-hmm. look both good in live action and uh, in the original drawn animation. Some things like Clifford, that's just too mm-hmm. unrealistic to look good in realism. The full name is Clifford the Big Red dog the only thing that is realistic about that sentence is dog <laughs> big and red absolutely not no i mean except I for the drink <laughs> except it looks like he's been covered in the drink so you know <laughs> yeah definitely all right so we have discussed that um check it out if you want to it's terrifying um but now let's switch our attention to something that's not terrifying the cgi animated remake of the grinch uh as we said before it's a remake of the dr seuss book it had a 1960s something uh tv special which is very well known uh then there was a 2000 uh live action remake starring jim carrey and now we have this all right so here on animated excellence we have four different categories for discussion story and characters visuals and animation uh, voice acting and spoiler talk. So let's go ahead and kick the discussion off with story and characters. What did you think of that? All right, I actually took notes this time. All right, so characters straight off in the movie, uh, it shows these birds with skis, which mm-hmm. just the animals all throughout I find are like really creative, and yeah. just they all have their own character to them. Um, Definitely. Grinch, the Grinch, uh, his story was a little more well defined. Um, I in the newer version, uh, I question as to like where he came from. I think the Jim Carrey version uh, goes more in depth about where he came from. I guess it gives a yeah, because he is like a weird creature that yeah. uh, that just like match with anything. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you look at mm-hmm. the Who's, and the Grinch just does not connect at all. And yeah. it's a little weird. So there's it is really hard to, like, describe that. But mixing them together would be pretty yeah. hard. Um, I do think he could have been better. I think he was a little, like, too colorful for being, like, such a grumpy dude. Uh, yeah. Just, like, his physical color, I feel like, should have been mm-hmm. a little dimmer. Um, I personally think the bright color works um, 
because this movie is trying to be more brighter than the more darker hued um live action movie um but yeah uh, I definitely think personality-wise, he definitely wasn't mean enough. Yeah, I was also yeah. going to say that he was, like, to Brinklebaum, he's like, yeah, yeah, and then he would, like, turn his back to him and be like, oh, what this stupid guy, and I'm like... He's 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 like a real person <laughs> a little bit. He, they're trying to make him relatable, and at some points it kind of works, but, like, there should have been more of him being mean, <laughs> Um, there were a few scenes where he kind of was mean, like when he spit the pickle back into that jar. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Um, He's I guess he kind of, aggressive. yeah, I guess he low key killed a person at one point in the film, <laughs> like with, with <laughs> when he launches that person into the air, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but apart from that, he doesn't really I sound awful. Like he low-key killed a person, but he's not mean enough. <laughs> he must but... commit more murder. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, personality-wise, he was too nice, especially to his dog. He was very nice to the dog. Mm. Well, um, I don't think yeah. it's bad for him to be nice to the dog because, like, the dog is the one thing that's connected and close to him. So I feel like that is at least okay for him to be somewhat nice to. Mm-hmm. But, like, he yeah, was I way too friendly with neat. the Who's. Yeah, he was... Yeah. Um, with the dog thing, I feel like um, that that is a good approach. But I also feel like, from a story perspective, they could have been a bit more... It could have been a bit more deep if they tried... If, like, he started being more mean to Max and he didn't realize it. And then he, when the in the end, when he realizes, oh, I've kind of sucked for all these years. Yeah. And I've treated my best friend terribly. Um, that I feel like that could have been more of an arc. Um, yeah. That could have been explored. There Especially considering there's a lot of padding in the movie. Um, so, yeah. But there was uh, one point, yeah, yeah, where he was mean to him. There was, yeah, like, he was, like, the piano part, I did look at that one, and mm-hmm. I did think, even with the dog, uh, he, like, yeah. apologized to him, and I thought that was um, a little out of character. Yeah, like, ten seconds later, yeah. all right, all right, I'm sorry, you're a good dog. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what's the point of this? Um, but, yeah. Uh, I personally thought this was a decent adaptation. I personally prefer this to the live-action Jim Carrey version. Um, I definitely think that this is a bit more softer-edged um, than that. Perhaps maybe a bit too much, uh, but it, it's okay. I, I found this to be a very pleasant movie. A lot of people don't like this movie. Uh, that's why I'm podcasting about it, to kind of defend it. Um, for this more softer edge version, you could argue it's not as entertaining, but I, I, I could see this being very good for like seeing more of a character study into this character. Um, I feel like there's that scene where he, uh, is in the middle of, uh, the town and you get this flashback to his past. I thought that was very, uh, well done scene. Um, I know voice acting isn't until later, but, like, the next scene where he, like, declares that he's going to, um, uh, end Christmas, essentially. He's gonna try to cancel Christmas. That scene is legitimately terrifying. Um, (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I liked... Here's kind of how I define the movie. First ten minutes and the last forty minutes are solid. Everything else in between is kind of just 
filler. Um, but I think the ending, which we'll talk about more in spoiler talk, I think the ending is well worth the filler to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say on story and characters? Yeah, there was another detail about the Grinch. You know how in the song it's like talking about his like yellowed teeth and stuff? He's got straight <laughs> white teeth in the movie. Exactly. I mean, like, uh, in the music video for the song, they, they close up on his teeth and they're pearly white. I'm like, yeah, uh, they're perfectly <laughs> clean, super straight. I'm like, what? The Grinch is better at brushing than I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was weird. The song, I really did not like the rendition of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. I, 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 I did not like the rap version. I mm. liked the credit song um, because it was kind of new, but I thought it was a bit, it was nice. But the, um, but the, the, the artist's rendition of, strange. yeah, the rap version of the title song was strange um it wasn't so yeah. completely horrible there were some good points but mm-hmm. it yeah it was a little strange yeah there's some little like bits with the instrumentals and some parts where i thought okay i can see why you might think rap is a good idea but overall i didn't enjoy it too much mm-hmm. um but yeah um so moving on to visuals and animation which this vi- movie does unquestionably well um what do you think of that? All right. First things first, the snow. Mm-hmm. That was really good. You can especially see it, you know, the part with Fred when mm-hmm. he's like goes under the snow. Mm-hmm. Flawless. It's yeah. Say what you will about illumination, but you can't deny their texture work. Their effects work is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, even on my third watch of the movie, which was for this podcast, I found myself blown away by the snow effects. Uh, there were some shots with like water, uh, just texture stuff like that looked fantastic. Um, same with the fur effects on like the Grinch and some of the characters with their hair that looked really good. Uh, but for me, while everything visually rocked in this movie, it was a gorgeous movie. What really, really made this movie so good was the lighting. There were so many scenes that had gorgeous lighting. Uh, there's that scene in Whoville where you see um, the um, uh, uh, they light up the, the giant Christmas tree, and oh my goodness, it's so gorgeous. Um, yeah, I really I saw this in theaters too, so I really really enjoyed seeing this movie visually. Um, yeah, yeah like like you said, the fur. Uh, yeah, just everything yeah there i mean there were some questionable spots um uh like what so the again on the snow uh when close up it looked really good but from far it looked a little too fuzzy to me um and i guess that sort of goes along with the style of it it just felt a little strange to me yeah, I, I, you could make that argument. Um, also, um, what I liked about the movie was the production design. Uh, like, the original book essentially takes place in the Grinch's Cave and the city of Whoville, which is essentially a few houses. But I think the team did a excellent job of expanding the locations. Uh, you see a lot more of the Grinch's Cave. 
he has these innovative gadgets. I think the angle of making him an inventor was a nice uh, little addition. Um, and then just the huge city of Whoville and all the Christmas lights and everything. <laughs> Uh, I just thought was a wonderful way of expanding the world. I have the, got to talk about like great. the inventing part. That chalkboard. Um, mm-hmm. I love that part. The giant, the huge Which chalkboard, part? and he flips it around, and all it says is Santa Claus. <laughs> it's just like, Santa Claus in tiny I mean, words. You're not yes. wrong, but that's all you came up with. <laughs> all night and uh i love how impractical it is that it's like 10 feet up in the middle of the board uh like yeah that's that, that was a funny to gag climb a um, to ride it <laughs> just the word santa claus and tiny it's letters fantastic. that that gag was great yeah um yeah truly visually really great movie um just wow um yeah hmm. so anything else you'd like to say about that i don't think so no no okay great um so now we're going to move on to the voice acting all right uh so what do you think of that so brink bomb sounded really excited fantastic loved that mm-hmm. keenan thompson uh is an snl star and i really think he should uh do more voice uh, work and sorry if yeah. i i when I don't say the names of the actors, that's just because um, I don't know the names of any actors. Um, so I could probably <laughs> say uh, Timmy, and um, yeah, I'd be very wrong. Um, but let's see. Mm-hmm. The Grinch. Hmm. Again, I feel like his mm-hmm. voice was a little too clean. He should have been a little more scratchy. Yeah, especially uh, given the uh, act. I'm gonna give you who the actors were. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is a really good actor. I've seen him in a lot of other stuff, and I was really excited when I heard he was gonna voice the Grinch. But then he used this American accent that was very nasally. Um, he's British, very British. Um, I'm not sure why he actually the producers wanted him to use a British accent, but then he said. Uh, well, the Who's are American, so why should the Grinch be American? He's but like, not even the same um, species. The, isn't the whole point of the... Isn't the whole point that he's separate from them? So, like, using the American accent really feels like a bit of a cop-out and kind of, like, um, kind mm-hmm. of feels more bland. Um, yeah, like I, I, I don't agree with that decision. Um, definitely yeah. made the um, Grinch more. I will unique. say that one scene where he announces his plan to end to, to steal Christmas or whatever, that scene shows his acting range. Like he can act, he could play a terrifying Grinch, but that's the only scene where he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, like during the, the the scene when I first saw it in theaters, I actually got chills. Like wow, wow, he can act. Then he never does it again. Yeah. And I think that's also oh, mainly yeah. due to like the story creation. They, how we were talking about, it was a little too soft and a little too kitty. I guess it doesn't yeah. really let him bring that out. So you got to give him a <laughs> little bit of lenience there. Yeah. Um, also, um, during some of the more emotional scenes, I thought he did a pretty good job. Um, but yeah, mixed bag. 
kind of there. Um, I liked, um, what was it? Darn, I had someone and then I lost it. Um, <laughs> Rashida Jones, who voices the mom, um, as a Parks and Rec fan, uh, seeing her in this movie was kind of cool. Like, hey, I recognize you. Um, yeah, that was neat. Um, yeah. That's it, really, for voice acting. What do you think of the the kid, uh, Cindy Lou? Oh, what do you think Lou. of her? All right. So, um, first things first. Uh, I'm really happy she didn't sing like in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that song was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That could have um, um. been removed. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, she, she seemed really just talking about the character mainly she just seemed like a really young child yeah they actually did get a really young child to play it like i think she was like six i think it's like i don't, I don't think know. any six-year-old's gonna catch santa claus but you know <laughs> yeah she did but it. like that kind of wishful thinking i'm surprised she succeeded yeah. uh like but yeah i i thought the voice actor uh I forgot her name already, <laughs> um, but she did a good job in capturing that um, energy and excitement that a young child will do, even if it's a bit too optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty solid voice cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else you'd like to say on that? Oh, uh, I kind of missed something, but uh, you know that point where they're testing out the trap for Santa mm-hmm. uh, and that kid loses his clothes <laughs> I'm kind of surprised uh, everyone just sort of sat there and just quietly looked why wasn't there um, some like uh, shrieks or something you know just a little weird to me yeah <laughs> yeah that was a weird that was a really weird bit um, the kids in my theater laughed at that joke I was kind of just like uh. just the can uh, I still eat the cookie? Dude, that's what you're worried about? <laughs> that's what you're worried about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, real weird bit. Um, definitely don't think that was needed. Mm. Um, yeah. All right, so um, moving on, we have uh, spoiler talk. We're at that Ooh, point. So if go. you haven't seen the movie or read the book, get uh, out. click away so you, you don't you get don't spoiled. I would definitely recommend this movie. Uh, check it out. Yeah. But for those of you still here, let's talk spoilers. Uh, what'd you think of the third act ending stuff? All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start like when the Grinch starts to steal Christmas. Um, yeah, that's a great scene. It really the inventions like it really brings out the point of that and like why they made him an inventor and that was really cool. Not gonna lie. I loved that scene. It was so creative. Yeah. Loved the the gizmos and gadgets and stuff. Seeing him steal Christmas, he, he looked legitimately cool. <laughs> now I'm like, I want to steal yeah. Christmas. I want to steal Christmas now. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah, moving up, he just he just goes through all those houses like nothing. Uh, no mm-hmm. one notices. Um. So it, that that scene alone was enough to make people want to watch it again. 
Um, yeah, definitely. If you don't watch the full movie, at least find that scene. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when he gets to, like, the, you know, Cindy Lou's house, um, mm-hmm. he gets caught like like yeah. a big dum-dum. Um, <laughs> and, you know... All throughout the movie, he sort of, like, gets, like, that connection from his childhood. Um, I feel like it, like, sort of somewhat cuts into his personality a little. I feel like he, as the Grinch, would yeah. want to forget it more. And so something like mm-hmm. that wouldn't happen so much. So. Yeah. I thought it was pretty clever to use the the child's kind of innocent uh, perspective as a way to convince the Grinch of his wrongness um but yeah i can kind of feel like that could come across as a bit cheesy but i liked it i thought it was it was it was good that he like came around noticing that like christmas isn't about the gifts and stuff and that was also really done in the jim carrey film like just them Mm -hmm. like realizing that that's not what it's about yeah so you know yeah um i um yeah i thought the ending was pretty neat that get uh christmas stealing scene was fantastic uh my favorite part of the ending apart from of course the christmas stealing scene was the very last scene where he's invited to the christmas party Mm -hmm. that's a really nice scene i I just i really liked how he kind of realized uh why he was so bitter and angry all those years and I just really liked that character shift. I'm sorry. It was just really <laughs> great. Um, yeah. Um, I've heard some people unironically cried during that scene, and I wouldn't blame you if you did. Um, it's it's really heartwarming. I really liked that scene. Um, I think it kind of redeems the kind of boring kind of second act of the movie. Um, uh, but, yeah, it was, it was, it was really great. Yeah. Again, I know I keep going back and talking about like this stuff we've already talked about, but again, like if they had made him uh more of a mean guy and more like dramatic on his life, that you that change from him realizing things would have had an even greater effect on people. Um Yeah, I def I definitely think that that was um possible. Um giving him social anxiety at a party was the most relatable thing about him <laughs> like him pressing the doorbell and thinking oh this is a bad idea everyone's gonna hate me that that is the most relatable thing that has happened in a movie oh yes <laughs> yeah is um, my tie yeah. good did you like my tie <laughs> i wore a tie <laughs> it's also like that yeah it just how his clothes just look like normal him and he mm-hmm. just looks naked all the time. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just does. walks up to but the he, door he, he, and he's like, how is my tie? And they're like, are you wearing pants? I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, no. In the mo- beginning of the movie, he put on pants that look exactly like his normal le- legs. <laughs> yeah. It's it's confusing, <laughs> I will say. But um, yeah, I, I still think that scene was really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, any closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to add? All right. I had a serious question, I realized. So, he hates Christmas, right? 
Yeah. The scene where he's trying to become Santa to take all the presents, he goes to his library, and he's gotten Mm -hmm. a Christmas almanac. Why does he have a Christmas almanac if he hates Christmas? I don't know. Maybe he he went he went to Whoville again. I guess that scene would be boring to watch, so maybe they cut it out. Possibly. Um, or maybe he bought it intending to burn it and then decided <laughs> not to. He forgot about yeah. all of his other Christmas books. <laughs> yeah, he just has a Christmas almanac. Like what? You you don't have Google Grinch? <laughs> like this is supposed to be the modern Grinch movie. You have buses and trams and stuff, but you don't have cell phones they've got giant yeah. machines that make giant piles of snowballs i mean come on no google yeah come on you could you could have had google um or you could have made a terrible pun like hoogle or something <laughs> if you oh, didn't want to get the brand perfect oh my god <laughs> would have been a 10 out of 10 if they, they did that pun missed, they missed out so bad they missed out on the pun oh my god <laughs> yeah all right. Well, thanks for listening to Animated Excellence. Uh, new episodes out whenever I feel like them. Um, all right. Well, um, see you next time then. Bye. Bye.